Hey everybody, welcome back to the Engine Builder Show. Our topic for today is what your Kindle can teach you about effective marketing. Again, we appreciate all of you tuning in and as always, enjoy the show. Good morning, everybody. There was always a time to learn. Good morning, everybody. Happy Friday. Hope you're doing well and that your your week has been successful and that uh, if you're tuning in live, your your January has been successful. But whenever you get to catch this, um, I appreciate you taking time to, to tune in and listen. Uh, my goal is just to, to really serve you with, with the best ideas as it, as it relates to marketing and entrepreneurship and just helping you uh, walk your journey. And as always, my team and I are here to help you if you ever get stuck or need help with anything. And so just reach out. Uh, just like Jethro said, I want to talk to you about the brilliance of what your Kindle can teach you about effective marketing. And I think uh, even though uh, he's probably not talked about as much as other other folks in the space, I believe that Jeff Bezos is one of the most brilliant marketers of our time. Um, probably definitely up equal up there to you know Steve Jobs uh, and Zuckerberg. Those those are three people that have just absolutely crushed marketing in how they approach business. And so with the Kindle, um, as we look at it, there's there's three things that I wanna point out that you can really look at and determine how you can model the same type of thing into your business because they're just principles that are built into the Kindle um, and the, the approach that they use marketing wise, um, it, that's just absolutely brilliant. Um, so the first thing, which I know we talk about a lot, and I talk about a lot because I think that in the, digital marketing era that we live in, and all of us see a ton of digital marketing in front of us, sometimes we forget the power and the importance of physical marketing and having something um, in our hands. And so the first thing that Kindles can teach us is having something in our, you know, having something in our customer's hand is really a way to own brand space, is a way to deliver, you know, and, and handle their solution um, and really deliver what they need. And so if you, if there's any way that you can either make your digital offering physical in a sense in a, in a way that you can split off something and put in put it in front of um, your audience um, or if you already do have a physical product the more that you can actually get it in in your your customers homes the better off you're going to be one example that i think uh, i've experienced over the past couple of years and i'm sure some of you have as well is uh, i've been a part of a, a handful of virtual summits over the last couple of years and the, the host of the virtual summit ships me a box and it has like the event planner inside of it, like all the all the uh, details, of the event brochure. Um, it has some swag in there. It has some gifts like it has different things. And that box ends up sitting on my desk until the event um, or in view. And so I remember to show up to the event, you know, the virtual event, even if it's over Zoom or, or wherever they're streaming it. And so doing something like that brings you know, a physical presence into your customer's office, their home, their life, and helps them show up for your virtual event. And so that's the first thing that we can definitely learn from uh, from a Kindle, you know, from how to market more effectively from looking at our Kindle is be in your customer's hands, um, be physically in front of them, and that's going to make a big difference. Uh, the second thing um, is feed your customers more of what they want. So um, I, I, I have only had a physical Kindle for a couple of weeks because I, I had the app on my phone um, 
but I was like, you know what? I, I want just a device dedicated to um, just reading. My friend David uh, Van Diemen told me, he's like, I just got a Kindle. And he's like, it's been great because I just, then I don't have a phone that has notifications on it. And it has, you know, I just actually sit down and read instead of getting distracted while I'm reading on my Kindle app on my phone. And I was like, you know what? That's a great idea. And so what I noticed, which I just think is absolutely brilliant, let's see if this, I can get this to show up, is, yeah, that may, that may just blur out. But anyway, um, there is every, every day or two, the, the screensavers changes and it just stays static on here. And so today it says, number one New York Times bestselling author, Elizabeth George, something to hide. And it's some, it's some novel. And so if I unlock the device, it says you can, you can you know, buy this book for $2.99 or whatever the price is. And I'm an absolute book junkie behind me. Um, it's just way to see that. My shelf there, I have no idea how many books I have on there. Hundreds and I have others in my closet. I have tons in my, in my Kindle account. I have tons of Audible books. I have, I'm a book junkie. And so uh, Amazon, knowing that book junkies are book junkies, um, every every couple of days, they change out the cover and they tell me, you know, hey, check this book out. You might, might, might like this. And it changes every day or two. And so they own a billboard in my home now. And I'm a junkie and I, of, of reading. And so I love reading. And so they're just feeding me more of what I want. And so... I've, I've, you know, there, there probably should be like some kind of a 12 step program for people to buy too many books. Um, but I'm like under, uh, it's manageable right now, but I, I buy things, I buy books. Like they're going like, I know I'll never have a chance again. I have stacks on my desk. I have stacks everywhere. And, but Amazon knowing that they're putting a device in front of me, they're advertising a new book to me and they are, you know, feeding into what I think is a relatively healthy obsession. Um, and so anytime that we can put more of what our customers want in front of them that helps them improve, helps them enjoy what they're doing, um, helps them achieve the goals that they have, because I have a goal of reading, you know, 50 to 75 books a year. Um, and so it feeds into my goal. I enjoy it. So anytime we can do that for our customers, then we're able to serve them as well. So if we put something physically in their life and then we can make a billboard that's, you know, essentially always in front of them, then we can be successful that way. And Although uh, producing a piece of hardware like that um, and shipping it out and making it change, you know, what, what's on the screen, that's a multi, you know, million, you know, hundreds of millions probably went into to developing that. You don't have to do it like that. But what you can do is you can do similar things by staying in front of your customers with, you know, daily social media posts. Because when they open their phone, they're going to see you. Um, you can send SMS marketing. You can send emails on a daily basis. You have very similar power in front of you with the technology that we all have access to, to be in front of your customers on a daily basis and feed them more of what they want and need. And so knowing what they need is key. We talk a lot about that on the show here, um, but then really providing what they need on a, on a daily basis and what they want is, is really important as well. Um, the third thing, as we look at Kindle and how we can kind of learn from it from a marketing standpoint, is to be as accessible as possible to your target market. And so one of the things um, as entrepreneurs we have to decide is, are, are we a commodity-based product? Are we something, are we a commodity or are we a you know, high ticket specialty exclusive item? Th those are intentional you know, pricing choices and, and things you need to choose. But regardless of the price that you're choosing or the market that you're serving, be aware of how you can be as accessible as possible to the right people in your market. So 
in this case, Amazon is selling a commodity. And I think I paid 80 bucks for this, something like that. So that's like the price of, um, I don't know, four or five paperback books. And so they didn't make this, you know, $500 because they wanted it to be accessible and they knew they'd get high return on investment. I, I'm assuming they make margin and profit on this, but even if they don't make a ton of profit on it, they're now advertising to me every day, a new book that I should buy. Um, I'm physically reminded of, of them every time it's sitting on my desk or I use it. And so being accessible to a broad market has served them well there. You don't necessarily have to be accessible or the cheapest, you know, if that's your business model and you know how to be profitable that way, then absolutely you can do that. Um, but equally as important, if you just need to know who am I serving and how can I be accessible to them? What's a realistic price that they're willing to pay to get a good result? Um, and just being conscious of that is what's going to help you make the right choice as it relates to pricing your product. So overall, um, I always love studying what, what Amazon does. We talked about them yesterday, actually, I think, um, or the, the couple of days within this week, we talked about uh, Amazon Prime and kind of how you can do that for your business. Um, and so just to, as a, a recap here with Kindle, what we can learn from it is, you know, be in your customer's hands, have something physically that you can put in your customer's hands that will remind them of you, that you can serve them with, that you can really help them with. Uh, the second thing is feed more of what they want, you know, feed their desire and their obsessions around good things that help them. So just like Kindle displays an ad to me every, you know, every few days, it changes of a new book they may think I like. How can you show up in front of your audience on a consistent basis and offer what they want? And then the third thing is be intentional and be as, as accessible as possible to your target market. So if you are in the commodity market, find a way to be highly profitable and yet also offer a price that, you know, is going to be att attractive to, you know, a large audience. If you're in the high ticket space, make sure that your pricing is accessible to the people that you want to serve um, and pricing in that kind of niche, you can make it a filter, but be aware and be conscious and make sure that it's accessible to the people you want to serve. As an example, you wouldn't want to charge a million dollars a year for coaching if you're coaching startups who haven't made any revenue yet just wouldn't be accessible to them. So just be aware of that and be intentional about how you do that. So as always, um, hope this has been useful. Uh, we're here to help you grow and market your business. So if you need any help, comment below or reach out at businessmarketingengine.com and we will help you come up with offers that attract the right folks. We'll help you drive traffic to those. Um, we can help you really continue to be in front of your ideal audience so your business grows. So I appreciate everyone tuning in today and we will see you on Monday. Mm -hmm.